It's that's like sickening. Yeah, it's, it's not. I I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's exactly. I think that's the intended. Um, uh, that, that's the intended. Um, you know, reaction for it. Like they, they wanted to make something that was like shock humor, but also like kind of grotesque and horrifying. But somehow they juxtapose it with a. By the way, we're talking about uh, the music video "Walls Fall Out." Which might be one of the most like explicit, like disgusting displays of art that I've ever seen, and uh, but somehow they juxtapose this like really grotesque imagery with a song that is kind of a banger. Yeah, like if song's, you, it if, sounds pretty good. If you heard the song and you didn't pick up on the fact that they were saying prolapse and like, <laughs> talking about asses and <laughs> oh stuff, my like. God. Like you would be like, oh, this is a, like this is kind of a catchy song, but the lyrics are foul and ugh, it's just. I kind of want to like I know what the actual lyrics of the song are because I, I mean I heard certain words, but it's a fa- it's pretty fast. It's hard to catch that at all. Yeah, I recently heard about the that music video, um, from a let's play and. I was like, they were just trying to describe it, and I'm just like, man, I have to see what they're talking about, and I, I still was not ready. Like, I felt like I needed to go take a shower after I watched the video. <laughs> oh God, dude, the the lyrics of "Walls Fall Out," prolapse. Wait, <laughs> wait, it said it said it was funny. Oh, the lyrics of uh, Walls Fallout Prolapseville on Reddit. I like how the first link was, it said Walls Fallout, not Tim and Eric. It's, it's It has that aesthetic of like kind of disturbing and weird CG stuff, but they it's way more gnarly than Tim and Eric. Do you want to do a quick reading of these? Like uh, a very sensual reading of Not too much. I mean, we're an explicit show, but I mean, that's... If it gets if it gets bad, we'll we'll stop it immediately. Yeah, go go for it, Ryan. All right, honey, I say Nades or Nadine, whichever one I use, the same thing. Bus. I say B P H. The. I don't know if we should stop it there. I that's, that'd be a appropriate place to stop. Okay. Yeah. It, get, <laughs> it gets it probably gets way worse, but we're just gonna we're just gonna it's close already, that door. It's too. Yeah gone too far anyways we're talking about archery today here yeah. on people <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know how you pivot out of walls fall out maybe yeah you sh- can't really do it successfully maybe, yeah i mean maybe we shouldn't have opened the show with that but that's my bad i i wanted to see your genuine reaction to it well now i get to be sick for the entire episode oh. so. <laughs> the entire episode about something not sickening at all archery so it's yeah, like it's yeah. kind of mundane it i is. mean there can be some sickening parts of archery uh, when it comes to war and uh, hunting as well oh man hunting like in the hunger games have you ever seen that movie series ryan i've never seen it i've never seen the hunger games you've never seen jennifer lawrence as katniss everdeen i've i've seen her but i i've never seen the movie it's fine is it uh isn't it like pretty much like battle royale yeah the uh the older live action Japanese movie. Yeah. 
Didn't they? Ba- they just stole the. They just stole the entire premise. No, though, didn't no. They? It's not the exact. I, I don't know. I've seen Battle Royale. I mean, if you if you sum it up to like pivoting a a bunch of random people against each other in a fight to the death, then yes, they're it's pretty similar. But uh, the uh, the uh, Hunger Games was a little bit more insidious uh, because you know they would. They would uh, take tributes from all the different regions of the world, and the tributes would all be like minors. So it would—it's all like kids that are forced to fight to the death. Yeah. So it makes it a little. I mean, battle royale. Those were like I would say teenagers or young adults. Yeah, I think from yeah, my memory, I think they're in high school. Okay, I don't know. There's it, as all good Japanese anime, and well, it's not even anime; it's live action. But yeah, shows are. I feel like, um, I feel like there's no like deep backstory. Like they don't really personalize the the kids that are in the battle royale. Nah. Whereas like Hunger Games, like which is based off of a novel series, uh, you know, there was a lot of like character development and like. I don't know. A lot of like suspense building, whereas Battle Royale was like, it just open, it like cold opens on them like waking up in in the the school or wherever they were like in the battle arena, mm-hmm. and then they just start fighting immediately. Whereas Hunger Games is a lot more like build up. There's sh- like a backstory and showing you like the fascistic government that's like makes this happen every year. Oh, so, oh, it's okay. Yeah, there's a lot more like world building in the universe of Hunger Games, whereas Battle Royale was just like they blow a whistle at the beginning of the movie and then it ends when everyone's dead, essentially. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're saying like Battle Royale would be like the uh, the arcade kind of version? Yeah, it would be more of like the beat 'em up if you're gonna put it in yeah. like video game terms. Yeah, whereas, whereas Hunger Games is more like narrative driven Skyrim. Sure, yeah. I mean, you can get a bow and arrow in Skyrim. Except in Hunger Games, it's like a futuristic dystopia. It's not It's not a like medieval fantasy or anything like that. Oh, yeah. That's true. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, the main character... So what you're saying is, like, uh, bow and arrows, they span a large time period, all the way from medieval to something modern like the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. They, they've been around for many years, going back to ancient times as... As I would guess. Oh yeah, but yeah. The main character of Hunger Games, she had she used a bow and arrow. That was like her weapon of choice because she was like lived off the land and she was a hunter and shit. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So it is. You know, hunting is kind of tied into the character, uh, and then she becomes a hunter of men. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, in like a weird, sexy way, or like just mm, not uh, really. Oh, she's just hunting men. Like she's no, it's more murderer. of a humble. She's like trying to game oh, the system. Gotcha. Outthink the uh, the fascists, if you will. Oh, oh, and save or acquire victory from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. It goes pretty deep. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people think of the Hunger Games as just like some young adult fiction you know that you would read when you're like 13 but mm-hmm. it holds up all right movies are fine do you think that uh katniss everdeen is cooler than hawkeye from 
you know, Avengers? Uh, it's hard to say because I don't know very much about the Marvel universe and I've never seen one Avengers movie. So I have a very, like, I, I barely even know who Knight, wait, what is it? What, what, what's her name? Hawkeye. Again? Hawkeye. Yeah. It's a dude. So. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Scarlett Johansson, but she is she a different? Oh, she's uh, Black Widow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't know shit about Marvel, and I don't really care to learn too much. So I'm more of a DC guy. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I do like I like both, but you know, I think Marvel's movies to this point, besides like with the exception of like the Dark Knight and Joker, were all pretty much better than any of the DC movies. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Like, overall, like, if you're going to see a Marvel movie, it's like, you know what you're getting. It's going to be good, like, you know. Well, but it's going to be middle of the road. Middle like, of the road, yeah. But CGI heavy. Uh-huh. But when you go see, like, a DC one, it's like they've changed Batman so many times and, like, oh, yeah. made so many weird spinoffs. That's that, part that... of the fun of Batman, though, because yeah. if you ever watched the original Batman show with, um... Adam West. Yeah, like, that show is, like, goofy as hell, you know? That's, like, the that's like the least serious take on Batman. And then you go to the other side of the spectrum, which would be Dark Knight, where it's, you know, getting more, like, psychological thrillery mm-hmm. vibes. And then... I don't know. I think the new new Batman should be cool, uh, even though Robert Pattinson is playing. Yeah, that's interesting. But I've seen teaser like uh, photos of him in the suit, and it's like ah, oh, he looks pretty badass. I mean, in my opinion, he looks cooler than Ben Affleck did as fucking. Oh man, Batman v Superman! What a steaming pile of dog shit that. Yeah, was. I never wasted my time on that. Ugh. I heard it was bad, it's and just I was like, like man, not, "Come on, no, DC! I can't like do you, it. you could, you could easily be so much better than Marvel in a different way." Yeah, but you're just fucking up. Like, <laughs> I would say that DC is always trying to like do some new change to their characters it's like they never oh, go yeah, the classic then they route did suicide squad and yeah it's a completely different like aesthetic uh-huh and oh man that movie was bad isn't there already a second suicide squad or uh, yeah the birds of prey but it's just like the it's based on harley quinn yeah. it's not suicide squad it's like her but, group after that yeah but isn't there wasn't there another suicide squad or are they i don't think so oh no, no. Okay. i don't know Maybe I hope not. But, <laughs> like, please just make more movies like Joker, and then we'll be fine. Just yeah. focus on that aesthetic, and I swear you're gonna be you're gonna be doing good. Or even even Gotham was like not super disappointing to me. Like, True. Don't like the way they handled the tone of the show. Yeah, I feel like Suicide Squad was more aimed at like a younger audience, like for yeah. sure. Whereas was... like Joker and it was definitely more of like an adult audience. Like yeah. you wouldn't go see that if you were like. 13 you know yeah i guess so i mean it just it felt so like edge lordy you know it's just like trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy when all you need is like you can still have those goofy cartoonish characters but like fucking put some good writing behind it because yeah it doesn't have to be puns about ice (laughs) or will smith going are you saying we're going to be part of some sort of suit. <laughs> I forgot about that line. Like every time I <laughs> they just like blatantly say the name of the movie, like 
they may as well be like looking at the audience while you're doing yeah that. like will smith the fourth wall. yeah will smith might as well have like pulled the deadpool looked directly into the camera and just like slowly winked <laughs> But yeah, that's essentially what he did. We and it just him in some kind of suicide squad. It just like just made me sad. Right like I like Will Smith, and he's, he's like great. always been yeah. an amazing actor. So when I see him like delivering that line, I'm just like, ah oh, man. Like I hope you at least got paid a shit yeah. ton of money. Well, with him, he probably like doesn't even care at this point. So he like was looking at a line like that, and he's like, I'm gonna lean into this real hard, like. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Yeah, because he knows Jared, it's a bad line. You think Jared Leto like put on all that shitty makeup and was like, "Fuck yeah, dude." <laughs> he was like, "No, I'm a cartoon character. I have to be like, I have to play up the campiness." That's what it was, you know. It was like fucking. It was really campy. It was Rocky Horror Picture Show of the DC Universe. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to describe it. But you know, it's it's. I don't know if I would say that that movie was as good as uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, the oh movie. no, there's no way. No, I, that's me, the only part of that comparison. Fucking Meatloaf like, oh. wasn't in the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have Meatloaf in your movie, you're fucking doing it wrong. Like, we need to bring back Meatloaf, dude. <laughs> bring back Meatloaf. Yeah. Hashtag Bring Back Meatloaf. <laughs> I didn't know he went anywhere. Doesn't he? Isn't he still a performer? Yeah, but you never hear about him anymore. I want. I wanted to go see him one time, but his concert got canceled. I had tickets, like for real. Oh. I used to love Meatloaf. Like that was like he was like my dude. <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, like my parents had a Bad Out of Hell cassette. Yeah, and uh, I always thought the artwork was like really cool, but I never. I don't remember ever getting into the music, but I was really young. His his music's like really all his songs are really long, but like they change. It's like telling a story. Yeah, they're like theatrical. They're very theatrical, yeah. And yeah. and dude, just paradise by the dashboard life. It's just a it's a classic, man. You can't I I can't tell you the names of any of his songs except for uh I would do anything for love or for well, you. Um you know like Bad Out of Hell, yeah. Uh I I maybe if I heard it, but I don't really remember how it how it goes. Oh oh no! I thought you, I was just saying you know the name of that song. Like yeah. I've heard you talk, you said something about it before. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Meatloaf. I I don't know. I feel like he got more attractive with age, but there's some music videos where you're like, oh no, you know. <laughs> Meaning what? Like you don't. Oh, like. Like, he didn't look very healthy. <laughs> yeah, I know he used to be, like, really big, like, most of his career, right? Well, yeah, but, he, like, he was man. such a, like, he was so, like, uh, uh, like, his performance was so energetic that you were just like, man, he's, like, sweating up a storm, like, his hair's, like, flying all over the place, and mm. he just got into it. Like, like I was like, man, you were gonna, you're gonna have a heart attack, like, going like that. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> uh, I think it would be fun, but I'd probably be really sweaty too. Some people just sweat more. I know. I know. It's I, fine. One time I saw a show. Uh, I think it was the Black Angels. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw them, and, and whatever the band was that performed like as their opener, the guitarist was just like, he definitely had like hyperhidrosis. Whoa. And obviously, like, bright stage lights don't help, and like, you're, like, rocking out and, like, you know, bobbing around. 
but he was just seriously dri- like dripping sweat like so consistently that like you could tell like his entire head was just like soaked and like like most of the front of his shirt was soaked and like you can see visibly like beads of sweat like rolling like uh like rolling off his shirt down onto the stage and sometimes it would like ricochet and like hit somebody like go on their face or yeah and there would be that little droplet that comes out yeah in slow motion and like people were just like notice like definitely noticing like damn look this dude he fucking drenched yeah <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. I might not be any. Like, different. He's doing some work up there. Yeah, I mean those stage lights—they gotta be, they gotta be hot. They gotta be bad for you, you know. All those UVs. I don't know. It's definitely warm though, having a spotlight on you. Yeah, just like we are here on this podcast that has been entirely about archery. Totally. Yeah, but when was archery? And also started? the. Before we get back in archery, oh, okay, okay. we got to mention that we're uh, here on People Also Search For. Well, we did sort of earlier, but yeah, this is People Also Search For, the podcast where we answer life's greatest questions by searching the internet. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> steamrolled right through that. Yeah, Great, yeah. so gracefully. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Well, you you mentioned it earlier, so I thought like, oh, that was that was just the intro. Oh yeah, I said what we were gonna be talking about. Yep, yep. Yeah. So when was archery started? Started. We gotta know like when it started. How it suggested archery invented, and then you just like didn't care wait when was archery invented well that's the first uh like suggestion that came up but then you just like barreled past it we'll just we'll just uh, started oh we're screwing up when was archery invented oh it's the same exact page wow figures google knows okay well although archery probably dates back to the stone age around twenty thousand bc that's old. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I knew it had to be pretty pretty ancient. The earliest people known to have regularly used bows and arrows were the ancient Egyptians who adopted archery around 3000 BC for hunting and warfare. I, you know, I never imagined what we- weaponry Egyptians used because like whenever I think of Egyptians, I just think of the pyramids and like them like like the like the pharaoh and all the people building the pyramids like yeah yeah i didn't think about like them eating or needing to hunt or anything really no no it's like obvious it's it's obvious but i never even thought like i can't imagine an egyptian with an arrow like a bow and arrow Hmm. like have you ever seen that an egyptian with a bow and arrow i mean i'm sure there's like hieroglyphs of egyptian like I don't know. I'm sure there's hieroglyphs in like tombs and stuff that like depict archers or like hunting. It's crazy to me. So, wow. What? I don't know. I I I'm, I failed to see like. Did you ever picture like Stone Age people with bows and arrows and hunting and living off the land? No, I just well, when I think Stone Age, I think like like uh clubs and stuff yeah. like handheld weapons not really bow and arrow i mean 
I just goes oh. to show you, man, how long humans have been. When I think of ancient China, I think of bow and arrow, but not when I think of Egypt. Like Egypt only makes me think of pretty golden like suits mm. and like. Oh, people. like you think of like more of like civility and like. Yeah, and like there was like how they was like ruled by a pharaoh and like yeah, I mean, the... unfortunately it wasn't pl- that pleasant. Like it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't pleasant. But especially for all the egyptian slaves that probably was not fun for them at all no it was probably terrible for all of them yeah i mean haven't you but ever that's, seen that's uh, why i think of that and i haven't you ever think, seen uh, that bible movie the it's like is it moses yeah it's moses moses uh, i don't know if i have uh, well, the, uh, I, what, there's like a it's what, like a famous like it's it looks like similar to road to el dorado Oh, oh, the the cartoon one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, it's about Moses and... What is that one called? Uh, it's not called Moses. I think it's called the Prince of Egypt. Oh, could be. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Yeah, is this what you were talking about? Yep, that's exactly what I was talking about. The Prince of Egypt. It's a retelling of the Book of Exodus, Egyptian Prince Moses upon discovering his roots as a jewish slave i saw that in theaters with my sister and my mom and like it's actually a really good movie like despite it like being inherently like tied to religion like Mm -hmm. and christianity it's like a really good animated movie and it's not i don't think it's disney it's not disney now i think like i forget there's some story about like this movie and it's like the first movie that a, a company outside of Disney made in a certain style or something. I have to. We'd have to look it up. What What if you add uh, bow and arrows after the Prince of Egypt? Oh, because <laughs> there might they might even ha- show bow and arrows in that movie. Nope. No. See, that's why I never thought about it because <laughs> it's never depicted that way in some kind of animated film. Did you watch that movie when you were a little kid? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, I figured like. Did you did it like did you relate to it at all? Like, did it make you feel you any different? I'm Jewish? Yeah, um, n- not particularly. I mean, I've heard the story since I was younger, but like, I wasn't. I mean, I I realized that it was that's kind of like tragic, and it's like the Jews were able to like leave and part the seas and escape you know yeah but um, and did you like believe in the movie as like oh that's the same thing as like my my religion or whatever yeah yeah oh yeah i knew that it was the same as the religion yeah yeah i feel like it's similar to like uh like isn't there there's probably like some kind of christian movie like where like the kids like a bunch of kids would see it and they know that that's what it's about oh yeah what what would that what would be the equivalent be like veggie tales i don't Maybe know veggie tales like veggie tales was kind of like a retelling of bible stories and they would like have like recreations where the the tomato and the cucumber <laughs> would be in different costumes or whatever so when they explain christianity they they use like vegetables and fruits as like a yeah a, a storytelling device but but no when the jews do it when dreamworks does it they use realistic depictions of people and make it real tragic. I I think this movie is universally liked. Like I think that a lot yeah, of people Yeah. It's I mean it's a wholesome movie even if you don't believe in like 
the like miracles and like religion aspect of it. That's true. But uh, is it DreamWorks? Because I feel like it don't says th- DreamWorks animation oh, okay. right here. I um, I wonder if uh, the DreamWorks also made the Road to El Dorado. Wait, I wonder if Prince of Egypt was DreamWorks' first movie. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Dream, DreamWorks, <laughs> DreamWorks uh, movie, DreamWorks, DreamWorks movie, yeah, the hard, hard. list. <laughs> I want to see what I want to see where this. Oh, here we go! List of DreamWorks adaptation films. Ants was the first one. Oh, Ants was Holy right. Shit. Well, right, that movie was. That's what it was because I remember because they were thinking like uh, DreamWorks ripped off uh, the A Bug's, Bug's Life. Life, and when they released Ants, and they they released DreamWorks released Ants like two months or something before like they pushed the release date up so they could screw over disney or whatever oh did they yeah oh and then like it didn't like it didn't get as much hype as a bug's life still but like it's like so weirdly dark and adult compared to bug's life yeah yeah it was like more edgy it had that like 90s like <laughs> like alt comedy you know style right okay i'm, re- I'm remembering the reason like ants and prince of egypt are known is are, are known what they're known for is they're the first DreamWorks, but it was like when the people from whoever broke off from like disney and the other animation studios formed dreamworks they decided to like do all these more like adult based cartoon like animated films yeah and so they could like break away from like that disney like aimed at a younger audience and more wholesome audience like, yeah that's, that's what that was the whole point of it. So they came out with ants and a bug or uh, ants and uh, Prince of Egypt, and then they did do Roll Dale yeah, Dorado. That, right after that's that. the third movie. So I guess and then whatever... Chicken Run. That movie's frigged up, dude. <laughs> it actually is like, but I like the um, is the, like that's not DreamWorks original like style. The claymation that did like Wallace and Gromit. No, no, that well, that's like Ardman, but it says like right under yeah, Chicken Ardman. Run, it, it's DreamWorks uh, and Ardman Animations. Yeah, so it was both of them. I like I like that style a lot. Like, Me too. But yeah, it's really impressive. It is. I would love to try to do something like that someday. It's just very time consuming. I think like. I'm just thinking of like stop motion, like Kubo in the Kubo and the Two Strings. I think there was a character, or the 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 there was like a the Beetle character or whatever. He had a bow and arrow. Oh, really? So there is a stop motion bow and arrow somewhere. I've actually haven't seen that one yet, which I've just forgotten about it. And like, dude, I, that's the greatest. <laughs> I definitely so want good. to see it. I I try to watch every stop motion movie because it's just like such a feet of labor you know um i've actually never seen uh anomalisa yet either oh really that is that movie's that one you have to like you have to be in a certain kind of mood to watch that one because it's really freaky but it's like it's slow like you're gonna like first question what this is for a while and then like as it goes on it gets really like uh it's like disturbing, but like really uh, like thought provoking. So it's it's a good. It film. makes sense. It's Dan Harmon, right? Yeah, Starburn Studio. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, they also did Moral Oral, the show from like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dino Stantopoulos, he wrote uh, Moral Oral. 
Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, and that's that. like a creepy, like kind of quiet show that has like really realistic moments. Like in Moral Oral, they like they like essentially show that his father like abuses him and like beats him with a belt and stuff. So mm. it's like it gets really dark, but overall it's supposed to be a comedy show. But I mean stop motion and like I love seeing any stop motion. Yeah, it's just impressive that someone was able to do it. Like pull it off. Like it's so much work. Yeah. This is I the like character. The, yeah, Ryan pulled up the character from Kubo. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Beetle. Nice. <laughs> Succinct. <laughs> yeah. And that's from Laika, right? Yeah, Laika. Uh, did they do The Coraline? greatest of all time. What? They did, did Coraline. That was their first. Yeah. Coraline was Laika's first film. Um, but... It was the first film they did under the name Laika. Like, they worked on Corpse Bride before that. But, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, but, like, it was called, what is it, uh, Will Vinton Studios before it was Laika. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of want to I want to kind of dig into more characters that have a bow and arrow. Yeah, there's probably... Why don't we just look up characters that... <laughs> I know one I was from an to, anime. I was trying to think of like ones that I personally know. Characters like. with bows. I mean, like Robin Hood. Uh, it's uh, the Disney animated Robin Hood where he's a fox. Oh, yeah. I liked that movie when I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, fictional characters, arrows and bows. Oh, the first one is Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. I don't know if Susan I mean, she's Susan a good Pevensey. one. I don't know who that is. I don't know who most of these are. She's uh, the only one I recognize besides Robin Hood. William Tell. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Cupid. But I don't think that's <laughs> like the... Oh, yeah, Cupid. Like Yeah, like yeah. a cherub. He, he shoots you in the butt with a little hard arrow and you fall in love with the next person you see. Man, are, do all the do all the archery characters suck? I, You know what? This <laughs> list is not comprehensive because it doesn't even have Hawkeye on it. Oh, uh, yeah. 35 of the most famous archers in fiction. Yeah. The archery guide. If you count Sterling Archer, I I would say he's the best, but he's not an archer. He just, that's his name. Uh, What about Archer uh, Archer from uh, Fate, you know, the Fate series? Like Fate. I vaguely know what you're talking about. There's like a character named Archer, like one of the gods from the Fate series. Is he like an assassin? Yeah. God? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay, I do remember that. He's pretty badass. But yeah. Oh man, there's okay, there's many archers from popular culture here. And this one's got them all, I think, cuz famous <laughs> archers in movies, TVs and books. It's like Green Arrow, obviously. Legolas, like I don't see how I forgot that one. Yeah, Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. He's, he he looks all tall and like he's got the blonde hair and he's those pointy ears, man, they get me every time. But <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Like, I uh, didn't care for those films. You know, we got Katniss again and then Hawkeye again, but we knew those. But Laura Croft, I didn't even think about that. She uses a I bone mean, arrow. That makes sense. I like Laura Croft all right. Yeah, me too. Do you know any of the other ones that are on there? Oh, Daryl Dixon. Princess, uh, fuck, fuck Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> Princess Marita, <laughs> Neytiri, Susan Pevensey, Daryl Dixon, and Malcolm... Merlin, Abigail Whistler, Will Treaty, Artemis. I've heard of Artemis, but I don't, I'm not really sure. Uh, in mm. video games. Oh, Link. Yeah, I love Link. He's he's definitely my favorite then. 
Link. Oh, yeah, from the video games. Yeah, from oh. uh, Legend of Zelda oh, series. Oh, of course, yeah. I like how it just says Skyrim. Like, it doesn't name a character. It's yeah. just... <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> but, you know, you hey, can't talk I'm... about Archer without talking about William Tell. Like, I didn't even think about that. That's, like, one of the most famous archery stories of all time. I, I've i heard the name before, but I don't really remember. Oh, really? Isn't he the guy who, like, did the shooting the apple off the head thing? Maybe I, I mean, sounds familiar. I feel like I should have typed in who was William. It Tell, came up. William yeah. Tell is a folk hero of Switzerland, according to the legend. Tell was an expert marksman with the crossbow who assassinated Albrecht Gessler, a tyrannical reeve of the Austrian dukes of the House of Hasburg positioned in Aldorf in the uh, canton of Uri. Hmm. Wow, that's what he is, but what did he do? So medieval shit. Dude, people also ask, what is the story of William Tell? I want to know the story. Like, why is he famous? Go for it. Oh, man, according to Suthi's... Shooty? How do you pronounce that? T-S-C-H-U-T-I-S? Shooty's account... William Tell was known as a strong man, a mountain climber, and an expert shot with a crossbow. I thought it was a bow and arrow. In his time, the House of Habsburg, uh, Habsburg, Habsburg empires of Austria were seeking a dominant URI, and Tell became one of the conspirators of Werner Stauffscher who vowed to resist Habsburg rule. Is that what you just were saying? <laughs> um, some of, yeah, some I, of it. I want to know what he was famous for, wasn't Because there's always, I think it was just like the apple. Just put William Tell apple. Oh, that yeah, that was the first suggestion, actually. Oh, okay. When you put A. I thought he was famous for the apple shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shooting oh, yeah, an apple off one child's head. <laughs> off of his son's head. <laughs> wow. Shooting an apple off of one's child's head, also known as apple shot, is a feat of marksmanship with a bow or crossbow that occurs as a motif in a number of legends in Germanic folklore. William Tell was German? Yep. That's what they were, That's what I read earlier. Wow. Um, have you ever seen that that fucked up video? <laughs> There's this drunk girl and she's like sitting underneath a dartboard and she's like telling, what? yeah, and she's like telling the guy to like, cause he's like trying to show off and like throw the dart like above her head. Yeah, and like just do it, just go, and uh, and then he just like throws it directly into her eye. Oh, like that's terrible. Like yeah, it's pretty gruesome. She, oh, I wonder if she like went to the hospital immediately or. She was probably blind. I'm not sure. There That's was no sad. follow-up. Yeah, Jesus. So. <laughs> Ryan uh, really enjoyed seeing that. I don't want to see an arrow to the eye, and I definitely don't want to see a dart to the eye. <laughs> I'm sure the arrow thing would be much worse. Uh, but, yeah, it's... I don't know. Don't don't get drunk and do stuff like that. and like Just take it easy. Um, but, yeah, like... Uh, I was going to say, um, I forgot one of the, I don't know if I can say cool, because it's really fucked up. Have you ever heard about the movie We Have to Talk About Kevin? No. 
we have to talk about Kevin. Yeah, there's archery in that. <laughs> there's archery in that uh, show. It's like a psychological thriller, and like, I feel like the only thing that would make you interested enough to watch it is like hearing the biggest like the spoiler at the end of the movie. So it's like ah, I, it's hard to say anything about it. Uh, but yeah. It's There's just, an archery spoiler at the end of this movie? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, if you want to find a, the secrets of archery, go watch We Need to Talk About Kevin um, and watch till the end, apparently, whether you think it's bad or not. It's got a 90% likes from Google users, and then on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 75. But uh, it's definitely like really dark and really creepy. Uh, I would say aesthetically, it would be similar to uh, um, Gone Girl. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of that. I haven't watched it. Have you ever seen um, Deus Ex Machina? I think I've seen that, yeah. Where they're like, it's the two guys in the house and the dude's like building androids and shit. Yeah. And it's kind of like quiet and creepy throughout the whole movie. Yes. That's how this movie feels. Like you're just like like waiting for something to happen, or that or that newer movie, uh, Parasite. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that one yet, but I know you were talking about it. Yeah, I, I need to get on that. But the, like this movie, we need to talk about Kevin. It doesn't have like really that cartoonish like characters. It's more like grounded in reality. Oh, okay. And like John C. Riley plays the kid Kevin's dad, mm-hmm. and then Tilda Swinton is his mom. Oh man, Tilda Swinton apparently they're making labyrinth too and everybody's saying that they want tilda swinton to be the new jareth like instead of david bowie she would fit i remember uh years ago when they were when they announced that they were gonna have the next doctor on doctor who be uh a woman yeah everybody was like trying to petition to get tilda swinton to be the doctor which i think that would have been amazing but they you know i don't know if she even tried to get the part or not but i know like like all the fans were like we want tilda swinton like she's fucking cool you know she has you know she has such a dynamic range as a as an actor but uh does it say who directed that movie yeah, i'm sure it does somewhere uh director lynn ramsey oh, okay i'm not familiar with them but it's a fucking good movie it's it's from the uk <clears throat> Uh, I have not heard of a single film that she has directed. So I've heard of You Were Never Really Here because that's uh, <clears throat> Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. My mom mentioned that movie one time. I was like, oh, maybe I should watch that. But if she, if this woman directed, you know, it's probably good. Yeah, I bet it is. Man, but uh, what what other? Did, I mean, did that list really have all of them? Because I thought of Kevin. Is there like any obscure ones? That... Obscure archers. Um, Horace A. Ford. I don't know who that is. That's obscure or simply Scowl. 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 Tomo Gozen. Apollo. I've heard of Apollo. Yeah, yeah. I mean Pitt. I I know. Of yeah. course. Oh, the the, the middle list is all from history. Yeah, that's probably why I don't know of any of them. Like I know more of the fictional. Yeah, like Cupid and Robin Hood. 
Did you ever watch uh, Robin Hood Men, Men in Tights? Tights? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Who directed that movie? I don't know. Because I feel like it was... I don't know. I feel like it was a very specific director that did that type of comedy. Wow. Oh, I got... Mel Brooks. <laughs> okay, it was Mel Brooks. That's who I was thinking, because he did, like, Hot Shots and... Uh, he did uh, Blazing Saddles and stuff. Yeah. Like, those are all, well, some of those uh, are not very, like, PC in today's no, terms. No. <laughs> like, you could never make uh, Blazing Saddles right now, but, uh, you know, times were different. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a reflection of its time, and it was, yeah. it was really funny still. Um, I... It was a funny movie. It, it got bad reviews, though, critically. Rotten Tomatoes, 40. Metacritic, 44. But then Google users gave it 92. Yeah, it's weird. Like, nobody liked... Like, critics hated it, but... Although... Every, it's cri- a very well-known, like, niche movie. I bet most um, Mel Brooks movies are critically, like, you know, trounced upon. <laughs> yeah, comedies, parody, Comedies yeah. never do well critically. I mean, no matter what it is, like, do you think Borat was critically acclaimed? I really doubt Probably it. Probably not, but it's it's like it movies like that become a part of culture. It's like yeah, I it mean, doesn't matter if they're that's why comedy is like an unstoppable force. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's critically you know exalted. Like comedy, like people still need comedy, and people will think things fun- are funny even if the critics are like, yeah. it's juvenile slop. Yeah, even if yeah. It, because you don't need to it they're like people aren't finding the meaning of life in this film so they can't like enjoy it it's like stupid yeah is there like what else should we learn about archery have you ever shot at all i've shot a bow before i i have but only like maybe two times have you ever shot like um have you ever shot like the kind of like compression bows, like the newer kind, or have you shot like a um, no, like more, the little old like wooden kind of? Like, yeah, more like a long bow. Yeah, long bow. I feel like I've done both, but um, the, I, ha- I haven't used like a modern one. I've used like a sheer force type of long bow where there's no uh, like yeah pulleys and stuff i feel like the modern ones are way easier oh yeah i'm sure they are and i'm sure they're built to be like more tactical but i think people use longbows because it's like traditional and like they want to do something that's like og you know yeah yeah i think it's more fun to shoot like a like a traditional bow yeah like if i was gonna buy one i would definitely just get a longbow Mm -hmm. i think that they're probably I'm, they're probably cheaper, right? Just a regular longbow. Oh yeah, because there's not. It's you know, it's not as much like technology involved in it and like engineering. Dang, there's a lot of history when it comes to bows and arrows. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna have to pick a part of history to go to, because we already know that it started in like twenty thousand. Yeah, BC. We like, saw the ancient like, and then you. It says there that ancient history you know it spanned throughout north africa and mesopotamia the eurasian steppes india greece romano antiquity and east asia which are kind of things we were talking about earlier yeah yeah then up into the middle ages and then the decline of archery oh that's what i want to know about 
When did archery start going away? I would imagine when guns started becoming mass manufactured. Probably, but like... (laughs) But go ahead. Okay, the decline of archery. The advent of firearms eventually rendered bows obsolete in warfare. Despite the high social status, ongoing utility, and widespread pleasure of archery, almost every culture that gained access to even early firearms used them widely to the relative neglect of archery. Yep, you're right. Perfect. The guns the guns took <laughs> our bows away. They took our bows! <laughs> they took our germs! Like, they could... Like all the guys that were like refused to switch would go out onto the battlefield while there's everybody has rifles. They're like trying to shoot arrows. Like I'm at, I, be, I bet you any money there were like archers in the Civil War because because it's a different type of ranged weapon. Like you can essentially have like a back line of archers uh, try to take out like a big number of them like with a group of arrows and then like have the like artillery and stuff like advance. Yeah. Oh, wait, I looked up if there were archers in the Civil War, and it says when the American Civil War began in 1861, Archer was stationed... Well, this is a guy named James Archer, but, (laughs) I mean, he's pretty close. He was stationed in Fort Walla Walla in the Washington Territory, so technically there was an archer there, but were there bows there? There's also an article that says archery in the Civil War. Oh, I think we may be on to something here, Jacob. You may have figured out the history. I was one. I always wondered if archery was ever used during the war. From my understanding, good infantry infantrymen could fire three to four shots a minute. I'd imagine that having archers behind the firing line would keep the constant fire on the enemy being able to fire many more shots. Jacob, you are on this guy's page. Anyone know if archers were used? If not, why? Uh, I know of no occasion it happened, but a one-off it would uh, not surprise me if it had. However, and here's the point, to train a good archer, uh, one would be able to use on the uh, battlefield takes years. A traditionally British or Welsh uh, Welsh longbowman took a lifetime to train, and Sunday practice was mandatory. Cannon! (laughs) For those uh, of the correct age, to train a decent enough black powder soldier takes a few weeks. More is better. That means much larger armies can be put onto the field. Also, by this point, anyone with uh, a bow is going to be vastly outdistanced by somebody with a rifled musket and a decent aim. Though, yes, an archer can use indirect fire. It isn't easy as it might appear, though. So, I mean, it probably was just a really uncommon thing because of... uh, the fact that it, it's a skill that you have to hone whereas like a gun you just pick it up and shove like a a ball and black powder inside of it and you just aim and aim and fire you yeah. didn't have to train skilled like uh, marksmen specifically for like long bows true yeah because for the like you have to shoot it much further with the bow and you're also shooting up into the air and like arching the arrow down to hit a target. I mean, I guess uh, a good example of like, this is around the same time, like maybe a little after, like when they were kind of like expanding to the West and like, just imagine all the like native Americans that were like fighting back with bows and arrows against guys that had fucking guns and like, they were just getting mowed down. So eventually like native Americans would like pillage the guns depending on if their tribe, like, allowed to break the tradition of using bows and arrows. See, that's messed up. 
because it's like, oh man, like they couldn't do anything against it. Like you, you can't like overpowering like people like that seems crazy. Well, to circle back to the road to El Dorado, that's kind of what they depicted in that movie too. Like the Spanish conquistadors just like yeah came in and started just like wrecking everything, just like <laughs> wrecking everyone's shit and taking everything and like destroying their like fucking the civilizations. Yeah, it's like damn, like. I don't know. It's sad, but it's like it's like part of history, you know. It is, and it's just like I can't imagine living in a time like that where like you have no protection and you're like you're just like anything that comes at you, you basically could die from. Yeah. Well, reminds me of the recent trouble uh, troubled times we've had in all <laughs> yeah. these great cities across the country, and yeah. We hope everyone's trying to stay safe and, yep. you know, just care for each other. That's all we can do. Yeah, all we can do in this these crazy times. Have each other's back. Uh, don't be a douchebag. Yeah, don't be firing arrows into people's chests and throwing <laughs> bricks through windows. Yeah, <laughs> definitely don't throw a dart into your friend's eye when they're <laughs> drunk. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> so. Uh, it's almost as bad as walls fall out. Oh, 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 I didn't even think about that. I uh, forgot I'd, I'd gotten rid of it from my memory, and now it's back. Don't don't watch that video. I don't endorse that video. No. <laughs> oh, man. Um, earlier when you were uh, talking about, like, the ancient archery, I was thinking about that scene in 300 yeah. where they, like, make a dome of shield all around themselves because the Persian army just, like, fired, like, millions of uh, arrows into, into the, the sky. sky. And it, like, blacked out the sun. That was a fucking trippy-esque scene, dude. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I wonder if those techniques have, like, a name, like, like in the army. Like, oh, like, formations. Like, yeah, form. Is it, like, yeah, oh, yeah, arrow sure. rain? And then they, like, <laughs> all shoot their arrows up, and it just rains down on the anime. I mean, yeah, if you have that small, like, tight-knit small army, like, you can have formations that are more complex. Yeah, so I just typed in uh, archer techniques, and it came up with archery skills, rules, and techniques. I think this is for, like the actual game of archery but we might we might see the game of archery oh with like a like target. with a target yeah okay. like in in that scene in robin hood when he splits the arrow in half oh yeah okay we it looks like we've got a lot of uh good information here about archeries at least bows but we got like the types of bows and equipment which we can kind of skip through this because we already mentioned there was like the long bow, the recurve bow, and the compound bow. Yeah, and the long bow. Yeah. So, so those are the three main types. Yeah, and the one I was talking about, like a modern bow, is a compound bow. That's what yeah. that's called. The one I was picturing, though, as far as what I would get, I wouldn't actually get a long bow. I'd get a recurve bow because they're a little bit easier to manage and they take up less space. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, they're shorter. They they look more of like think of a skateboard and a longboard, same same deal. A recurve is shaped more like like the side of a heart or like a bracket. Uh, isn't it shaped like a like this like a harp, kind of? Like yeah, the you, side of a harp. Like the side the, of a harp. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said heart, and I was like, no, no, harp. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what that one looks like. Gotcha. Okay. Compound bow has all the like pulleys and shit. Yeah, yeah, like what you would see Daryl Dixon using. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, archery skills and techniques. So you gotta, if you're gonna be an archer, you're gonna need to have proper stance. <laughs> you have to line up so your feet are in line towards the middle of the target. Your feet should be shoulder width apart, and your toes should be pointing at a 90 degree angle from the target. In other words, you drew an imaginary line from the center of the target and it would hit the side of your foot. <laughs> so that's what you're gonna do for proper stance. Uh, <laughs> you wanna tell him uh, about putting the arrow in the bow? If you pizza on your French fry, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> put the arrow. This is put the arrow in the bow. Put the arrow in the arrow rest, which is a part of the bow. Place the bowstring into the knock, which is the slotted portion of the back of an arrow. Oh. You gotta knock that arrow, bro. That's a good way to remember the name. If you wanna go, boop. Gotta knock that arrow first. Usually, the fletching or the feather or plastic stabilizing portion of the bow will have one that is odd colored as you can see in the image below and it's showing bright red and yellow uh, little wings at the end of the arrow it looks very similar to the back of a dart which as we all know you want to keep away from your eyeball <laughs> yeah and you want to keep it away from being black drunk. yep Typically, I'll grip the string, Ryan. Let's see what we got here. All right, the next step is you're going <laughs> to grip the string. Typically, three fingers are used to hold the string. The pointer finger is held above the arrow in the middle and the ring finger below the arrow. The grip should be loose. Yeah, sort of like using chopsticks in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of a loose grip, but you want to make sure you got it in the right place because you're going to use all your hand strength to start pulling that back, which we got right here coming yeah. up next. Draw the bow. Raise the bow and draw or pull back the string. Your bow arm, the arm that is not drawing the string, should be pointed toward the target. Next, draw the string toward an anchor point. This varies depending on whether or not you're using a sight. Ooh. Anchor points are typically the chin, corner of the mouth, or ear. So you kind of like rest your shoulder up against your face. Yeah, and you you pull back like right past where your ear is. That's what I was always Yeah, thought. like if you just imagine Katniss Everdeen on the cover of The Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take, take the same exact stance. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take aim. Some people aim with a sight and others do not. That's all there is for aim. So <laughs> I'll do release too. Yeah, so ahead. this is what we've been building up to. You got your bow drawn. You've got your, you know, gazelle or whatever out there in target. And you, you got to release. You got to let go of the string by relaxing your fingers. Don't jerk and move the bow after you release the arrow. Stay in the stance until arrow hits the target as to not move while the arrow is being released. Yeah. Uh, so you don't want to like fidget at the very end there when you're trying to shoot. Otherwise, yeah. your your arrow isn't gonna fly true and yeah. take down the beast. It could go all wonky on you. So like, uh, yeah, and, and and that can be kind of the scary part is when you're first learning how to like release that because you know how much tension is on it. And you're, sometimes it'll like slap your fingers away mm -hmm. if you don't release fast enough. So sometimes they'll have like little finger protectors that you wear for archery. Oh yeah, sim and, and then you have like a wrist guard usually because the the string will like snap against your wrist. That's like you're on your bow hand, yeah. as it was called. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so you know, aim and then release, and that's you know that's the end of the process. You know, and then you go boop. <laughs> yeah, right into the beast or the uh, the bullseye the target. target. So like archery is not 
used very much anymore in war apparently so no uh now all it is is a it's just a game basically i mean i know that some people play it in like school like they'll have it like well, it'll be like special like gym class thing or, yeah but a lot of people use it for hunting yeah a lot of people use it for hunting still yeah i mean some people like only go bow hunting yeah and it kind of makes sense because a bullet wouldn't a bullet could like affect the the animal that you're you're taken down yeah like they always tell uh, like hunters usually will say that you're supposed to aim for the lungs because they'll die at, like immediately from asphyxiation. Um, whereas if you shoot them like in the leg or like in the head or something like you're like their their bones are like exploding and it can it, it can ruin like the parts of the meat and like stuff that you want to keep. Yeah. Like especially if you want to keep the bones, you know. Yeah, but like an arrow is not gonna do that. No, and. I don't know. I feel like I, if I like wanted to go hunting, I would probably want to use a bow just because I kind of like that stealthy aspect. Whereas a gun, it's just like so loud and obnoxious and like super dangerous. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd probably, but I I've never had any desire to go hunting. Like, do I eat animals? Like, yes. Admittedly, you know, I, from time to time, I eat animals, but it's like I don't know if I really want to personally go out and take their lives. Uh, I yeah, I like other people to do my dirty work for me. So if I had to, like, if I was in a position where I had to live off the land, like, could I do it? Yeah, I mean, to save my life, of course. Yeah, I would do it, but I wouldn't like it. <clears throat> Neither would I. I mean, I'm just somebody that doesn't even really like getting, like, messy or, like, doing, like, dirty activities. Yeah, the man doesn't even like chicken wings. No, I don't. And it's it's half because I don't really like wings and half because of how disgustingly messy it is. Like, I'll, I'll enjoy a good boneless wing because I can just stab a fork into it and eat half of it, you know, and it's, like, no mess. Yep. I like the gruesome side of eating meat directly <laughs> off a bone while at the same time smothering sauce all over your face and fingers so that you look like a slob like a savage like a savage yeah it's like the blood of your it's like the blood of your enemy except it's parmesan garlic flavor <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that sounds disgusting i mean i know some people specifically like that process of eating wings like that's part of why it's not just that it tastes good I mean, it doesn't taste bad, but it's it's good, man. I don't. I, I'm not into like the process of it, and That's I mean, okay. But I will like. I'll go to town on a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, because you know it's not like slathered in sauce, and you can like somewhat. It's still greasy and like gross, though. You yeah, still get chicken's all just got it's it's because it's got a lot of fat in it, you know, and yep. the skin, the skin. Would you ever shoot a chicken in the face? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I don't even know if I would have off. the skills to be able to shoot a chicken. Like chickens <laughs> don't stand still. Like, oh, that's true. I like can't. if it's if you're chasing a chicken down, it's gonna be running away unless it's like in a coop and it's like laying. They went. They would lay like twenty seven eggs a day, dude. I think it's more really? than like yeah. Chickens lay a crap ton of eggs a day. I mean, I, I'm sure they make even more if they're like in captivity. Like, I don't know if I should look that up right now because. I mean, we could do an episode about chickens, but yeah, I, I mean, we can do animals at some other like yeah, we, there's yeah. plenty of animals we could talk about. We've talked about uh, dung beetles on that first episode. Which, that's true. That's I just, a timeless classic. <laughs> I'm just gonna answer the one question just so there's no. That's fine. How many eggs does how many eggs does 
a chicken lay a day. A hen can lay only one egg in a day. Okay, it's definitely not 27. <laughs> and we'll have some days when it does not lay an egg at all. The reasons for this laying schedule relate to the hen's reproductive system, a hen's body being f forming an egg shortly after the previous egg is laid, and it takes 26 hours for an egg to form fully. I swear it was like... I'm going to type in chicken. I'm just going to add yeah, 27. I, when you said that, I'm just thinking like, wait, what? I saw that somewhere. But because like think about how they'd have to clear them out like constantly so that the hen had room. <laughs> Jesus. Can a chicken lay 27 eggs in a day? Well, since the first thing that came up is, can a chicken lay two eggs in one day? I think my statement may have been false. Uh, when a hen reaches 18 to 20 weeks of age, she begins to lay eggs. Okay, so and she usually produces about one per day and occasionally releases two in the same 24-hour period. So, yeah, not 27. <laughs> it's all right, Ryan. I mean, sometimes you're just misinformed, and that's why we do the show. Cause... That's partially from the Internet. Probably. God damn it, BuzzFeed. I mean, you, you pretty much got to be on the lookout for gaslighting whenever you're on the internet. Like, everyone, with all, all the bullshit that's been happening lately, it's very fucking easy to get the wrong opinions, to, to form things based on a, a, a bias. or That's like, true. Just keep yourselves informed and be nice to people. Like, that's, you know, it's the moral of the story. Let's fucking move on. Let's not let 2020 be a complete fucking waste of a year. Yeah, it's been pretty bad so far. <laughs> yeah, so. fucking yeah, it has. But uh, on a more positive note, um, do you think we might have a little bit of time for Jacob and Rad Search of the Week? Uh, probably. Uh, we may as well. We can do a, a quickie. I, th I probably have some mundane stuff lying around. All right, you can go first. All right, so I was thinking, like, during the week, like, about my addiction to fast food, uh -oh. and, well... I thought you were going to say your addiction to, to cock. My, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> my addiction to wieners. <laughs> you can't, you're just sucking down them dogs. Yeah, there's so many, yeah, there's so much hog in my mouth. <laughs> like, literally, because, you know, like, hot dogs, I mean... That's what I mean. Yeah, man. So I'm so, sorry I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I was thinking about like how like I'm like not addicted to fast food, but I just like eat, feel like I eat fast food a lot. But I was thinking like you know like when you like quit something like it it affects your body if you quit it immediately and like don't like and you like switch it. Oh yeah, like, if you go cold turkey. Cold, yeah, cold turkey. Yeah, and I was like. Where the hell did the term cold turkey come from? Oh, like, okay. Why is it called cold turkey? That's what turkey? you're thinking of. Yeah. That's funny, but... Whoa. <laughs> That's so weird. Like... You'll see better. why it's weird when we get to my search. Oh. Where did the term cold turkey come from? Oh, here we go. A big uh, oh, yeah. picture of a Thanksgiving turkey up here. and it a says sweet, succulent gobbler. Oh, yeah. Gobble, it looks like a ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> but the expression first appeared in the Daily Colonist in British Columbia in 1921. Perhaps the most pitiful figure 
who have appeared before Dr. Carlton Simon are those who voluntarily surrender themselves. When they go before him, they are given what is called the cold turkey treatment. But where does it come from? It's from Merriam-Webster, so you probably should go on that link. Do you think I should just go to the people also ask? Sure. Yeah, because it's, what does the idiom cold turkey mean? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you just want to know what it means. Well, yeah, yeah, well, oh, no, I don't want to know what it means. I wanted to know where it originated. Uh, Maybe I should go. Well, you read that it came from the Daily Colonist in British Columbia in 1921. Yeah. It's just weird that they, like, why? who thought of cold turkey? But I guess cold turkey means to quit something abruptly and without preparation or fanfare. Originally, cold turkey meant to speak plainly and bluntly, as in talk cold turkey. Today, someone who speaks plainly is said to talk turkey, and someone who ceases an addiction activity, such as smoking, is said to be quitting cold turkey. Oh, okay, I got it, because, like, cold turkey is just such a, like, plain thing that, like, when you quit something cold turkey, it's like you're going from having the thing to being, like, plain again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So if I, yeah. So if I stopped eating fast food, cold turkey just means my body's adapting to what it'd be like without. Yeah. I mean. Something, it would be more normal than if I was doing that. Because they said in the Merriam-Webster thing, when they go before him, uh, they're given what is called the cold turkey treatment. Mm -hmm. And then it said, like, that means to talk plainly and bluntly. So that's probably what it used to mean. Like, he got the cold turkey treatment and somebody just chewed him out. Yeah. And then it became some like it it took on a different meaning. Yeah, as time went by. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of uh, serendipitous to me too because um, my search that I thought of a few days ago is also an idiom and it's also bird related. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. It's. I was thinking, where, where, uh, like, what is the origin of silly goose? Like when you call somebody, you silly goose. Really? Yeah, I literally just thought about this like a few days ago. I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to have that be a search of the week. What does the idiom silly or where does it come from? Yeah, I don't know. What where does silly goose come from or the origin of silly goose? I don't know. And it's also serendipitous because we've had a lot of bird-related things recently. Oh, that's true. We got the cardinals. Maybe that's why it's been on our minds. Yeah. All right, silly goose. It says <laughs> silly goose or geese. A foolish or ignorant person is called a goose because of the alleged alleged stupidity of this bird. <laughs> Brewer's Dictionary and Phrase and Fable revised by Adrian Room in 1999. Or that's the source that is coming from. Whoa, holy shit. Um, um, then, then people also ask, where does the term silly goose come from? Geese are known to travel in flocks, so behavior departing from that tendency um, toward conformance with normal group behavior could be derided as an abnormal and hence denigrated as silly. That makes so much sense because, like, I didn't realize that, like, geese, like, just randomly, like, go away from their pack or, uh, uh, like, 
they don't like travel in a pack like some of them just go off on their own like, at <laughs> random and are just like fumbling around look at that silly goose like you just see one like there's yeah. like a formation but then one's just like eh. yeah like, he's just, like going in a zigzag pattern and he ends up like on some like side street like by you, himself and he's confused then you zoom into like you pan to like a close-up of him and it's just like he's just like flying like and he's got like a big bead of drool coming down his mouth Oh man! But yeah, no, like I, there's these geese that always like try and go past the like cr- the street over by the hospital. Yep. Yeah, I knew that's what you were gonna say because they are they're always there, like crossing the street, like around Russia, and they're the always like all dopey, like they yeah. never like just go straight across the street, like they. Yeah, they just like they just like kind of fumble into traffic. They like fucking waddle around like like stupidly like they've gone across the four-way intersection in front of the hospital there's just like this family of geese like fumbling around like yeah bumbling across the street like they don't even know where they're going and then like all the the thing is they never get hit i never see dead geese over there everybody knows about the geese and they just like let them go i'm like i'm wondering like if an ambulance was fucking flying through there to get to the hospital if like the geese were just in the way like would they avoid the geese like how what would they do oh man that's a good point like i can't believe that an ambulance hasn't like killed this this family of geese that are maybe like maybe there have been some fatalities maybe this geese aren't as silly as we thought they were (laughs) because like it's a conspiracy the goose it's a goose spiracy yeah how do they not die? Maybe they're ghost geese. They're just an illusion. They're an astral projection projection of geese. <laughs> they're space. They're space geese. Oh man, I don't want to get that thought because then next time I'm like <laughs> trying to cross the intersection, I'm gonna be like, like one of just them ghost geese, so I can just drive right through them. Yeah, you get hurt. You'll see one of them look at you dead in the eye, and then it like telepathically sends you a message that just says, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, where did the term silly goose come from? I want to see, uh, uh, like, where it actually, like, started. Where is that? It says, search for, where did uh, the term for silly goose... Uh, I think it's, like, when was it first used? Yeah. Oh, how did the silly goose phrase originate on Quora? Mm. I'm sure this will be really helpful. How does... Uh, wait. Is it either this? in a Grimm's... Wait, I'm not sure about... I suspect it originated either in a Grimm's fairy tale or a mother goose moralistic story. Geese are known to travel in fro. I already read that. That's the that's where they say that the group behavior could be abnormal when they like fly off on their own. <laughs> yeah, in Accor- the traffic. According to Oxford English Dictionary, silly is an alternate form of the earlier word silly, which, when applied to animals as early as the 13th century we used to describe them as innocent or harmless silly came to be used uh to describe animals in the 17th century the meaning shaded over to weak or feeble oh that's weird so there's they're still basically saying that they're like like handicapped or like (laughs) slow Man, I'm surprised this term and hasn't that's gotten from, banned. That's from the 13th century when they said Sealy, which is spelled S-E-E-L-Y, and then it turned into silly over the years. And now it silly means, like, funny. Yeah, well, that's messed up, though, because, like, if you're calling, like, your kid you're, like, <laughs> a silly goose, you're basically like, hey there, you little retard. Like, Aww. Yeah, you're basically, like, talking down to them and saying yeah. that they're, like, slow. and like. But the way that... I always made jokes with, like, my friends in high school. Like, we would be like, 
stop it, you silly goose. Like, just stop it. Yeah, You're such yeah. a silly well, goose. I mean, your friends were just bumbling around into traffic, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past some of them. Uh, good times. God bless them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that there you go, silly goose. It's from as far back as the 13th century. We sure have learned a lot of things here today, Ryan. We have. We have. And we can't wait to be back 